Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Beloved brands know customer relationships are everything. That's why over 130,000 trust Clavio to power smarter digital relationships across their websites, emails, SMS, and reviews. And now there's Clavio AI, your guide to smarter insights, decisions, work, and results. Brands like Everyman Jack trust Clavio AI to personalize product recommendations that keep customers coming back. Discover Clavio AI at Clavio.com slash box. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com backslash box. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Jose Young's here, MMAfighting.com, here for a non-MMA Fight Week preview. Uh, obviously this week, first of all, happy Hispanic Heritage Month, everyone. And you know when that kicks off, you know there's one thing that's around the corner, and that's a Canelo Alvarez fight on Mexican Independence Day weekend. So he's fought this week for the past, I don't know, godly how many years, and I think it's five years to the day or the weekend of their last fight between Canelo Alvarez and Triple G Gennady Golovkin. A little bit of a controversy, and I'm like that. That's a bit of an understatement. Um, first fight, I scored it. I thought it was pretty obvious. Gennady Golovkin won. I thought it was clear as day, and I'm the biggest Canelo Alvarez mark you'll meet. The second fight, I get why you, they could score for Canelo. I actually scored it a draw. Gennady Golovkin Ooh. thought he won. So at worst, he should be 1-0-1 oh, in my book. But instead, he's 0-1-1. Oh, and, oh, and, and in Triple G's mind, he's 2-0. and oh. So I'll use this to bring in my co-host, Jed Mishu. What did you make of their first two fights? Oh, this is... I'm so glad we're starting off with fire because I agree. Everybody with eyeballs except for the... Apparently, the people who mattered in the first one, obviously, Triple G won the first fight. I am, I'm not a guy. I'm not one of those guys who's like, boxing's corrupt and the judges are uh, doing this, mainly because, like, I just, that's not the simplest answer. Incompetence is always a more obvious answer than corrupt. That one made me feel like maybe somebody is, maybe some shenanigans are happening here because clearly Triple G won that fight. Anybody who was watching it outside of Canelo had to have thought so. So 100% I thought he won the first one. I thought Canelo won the second one, though. I, I went and rewatched it it uh, this morning before because I knew obviously we were going to do this. Hadn't watched it in a while. It's been four years. Like, yeah, let's see if my memory holds up. That fight honestly was closer than I am at, like, remembered mm -hmm. it being. Because mm -hmm. I remember, and some of it, I think, also was the commentary. Because as I rewatched it this morning, the commentary was incredibly pro Canelo for the rematch. Uh, 
And I, I get why he he's the underdog coming in. Everybody recognized that he lost the first one. He was doing a lot of really dope shit. Like, let's just be real about it. He was, he was fighting really well. I didn't remember how much success Triple G had in some of the middle rounds. Uh, mm -hmm. And so when I rewatched it, I still ultimately scored the fight for Canelo. Um one uh, seven to five or whatever. Uh, I have no issues with the with the six six. I think it might be a little tougher for me to find seven rounds for Triple G to have mm -hmm. won that rematch, but I can see six for him. So I I view this as a legitimate. This should be a legitimate trilogy, right? Both guys mm -hmm. should have won one apiece, and now we've got the third. I had totally expected you to to be on board. I did not think you would have thought that 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 second one was a draw. Well, people forget the first fight, Gennady Golovkin just outboxed Canelo Alvarez. Like Took it, his goal. It, it was the power, the technique, the precision, the footwork, everything. This was it was it was the crowning achievement of Triple G's career where for years he he was stuck in Russia being overshadowed and then he came over and this was his first real premier opponent. This was supposed to be a signature win and Canelo Alvarez was beating the Miguel Cotos and the Amir Khans and everything, but everyone was calling for this Triple G fight. And then when it, after he beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and he came out and they did the face-off in the ring, the lights went on everything, that was supposed to be Canelo's big premier win that gets him to superstar. Because for as much as everyone loves Canelo and everyone says he's the pound-for-pound pound best, the phrase running from opponents has plagued him his entire career like let's not so ridiculous let's right? let's let's just overlook the fact that he's gone up weight classes like six times to try to become the undisputed champion in weight classes he's way too small for like everyone calls for like let, let's let's make go up and down with weight so when he does it he gets called for running from opponents but when he doesn't do it he gets called out for for backing down from bigger opponents so regardless of what Canelo Alvarez does, he's going to be plagued with the running and scared opponents. But the first fight, like I said, I thought it was pretty obvious for Triple G. We can thank our very good friend Adelaide Bird for that very bizarre scorecard. I think, what did she have? Like, it was, what is 118, 110, which is just unfathomably horrendous for a it's scorecard. It's not good. It's not good. No. And like I said, the first fight, Triple G just outboxed him in every and if there's a if we're if this is a video game and you are building an opponent of boxer and there are stats that you can add to like stamina technique power precision footwork endurance all this Triple G was above in all of those against Canelo Alvarez now the rematch I think it's a little ironic that Triple G basically called out Canelo for the better part of what six months to do that that rematch. Obviously, it got bumped back because of the failed drug test for Canelo Alvarez, which we can't not mention. Canelo Alvarez eventually. Triple G was in the media saying like he cheated. I don't believe him. I believe Canelo Alvarez said it was like horse meat or something like that that he had eaten, like some sort of tainted meat or supplement love, love in Mexico. The tainted meat. Yes, Frank, Frank Mir special baby. Correct. So I believe it was something like that in Mexico, which is and he moved his camp to America. Canelo spent that entire year or so basically just saying calling Canelo Alvarez a cheater, which is why this fight, the first fight was built on respect. The second fight was built on blood feud over steroid accusations. And if you remember, Triple G basically called out Canelo saying, like, meet me in the center of the ring and throw down. Let's both go forward. Now, Jed, you said you just watched the second fight. How did Gennady Golovkin fight that fight? Because it wasn't what he said it was going to be. 
Dude, Canelo just took the took the middle from him, and yeah, that like that, like I said, that I thought that was a lot of the reason why the commentary was what it was because they were all. I mean, every other word was, dude, Canelo's standing toe to toe with him. I didn't. I don't think Triple G expected Canelo to be willing to just stand in the middle and trade with him, and it's Triple G that's backing up, and it's all right. Like all of that's totally true. Triple G just got. He gave ground constantly to Canelo, which is definitely not something I thought that would happen. And it's still even kind of shocking, even what, even with what happened to Canelo afterwards. You know, he fights Sergey Kovalev. This dude doesn't give two craps <laughs> about, about. He ain't afraid of no man. What a weight class, so, right? Yeah, I, who needs him? It's unnecessary. <laughs> and so, like, obviously, he wouldn't be scared to stand in and throw down with Triple G in the dead center. But it's still kind of shocking, especially when you consider that first fight and and the narratives around it. Yeah, it's all wild. Yeah, and that and I don't even just like Canelo did push forward and he did try to meet Triple G in the center of the ring. But I honestly like I've seen I've watched that fight like a hundred times. I don't knock Triple G for his approach to that fight either because I love Can- his fight. Canelo just rushed, not rushed, but like powered forward. He was like a bull going forward with flurries and power and technique. And Triple G fought off his back foot almost the whole fight with a wicked jab like that jab was clearly giving canelo problems and in the final rounds when trip when canelo had just i'm not saying he blew his gas tank because canelo's gas tank is almost infinite but he was clearly slowing down a bit and triple g would would connect with these flurries late in the final round like from the cent- from the middle rounds to the end triple g was finding success I loved his approach, and I don't know, and I don't know if that's something he knew he would take advantage of, or if that if he saw Canelo coming forward, or if for the, that those twelve months he said Canelo, meet me in the center of the ring, and then when Canelo he did, him. he just gamed him. I don't know what his reasoning was, but I loved both of these men's. I loved both of their game plans. It worked masterfully for both of them which is and i i'd score it a draw i understand why canelo thinks he won i understand why triple g thinks he won i don't think triple g won if it's if i have to pick it's probably 51 49 canelo just for being the aggressor but this fight was unbelievable unbelievable so the the second fight is so the first fight's a good fight right the second fight second is, fight so, is a, a better fight it's a much better fight um and i'm i'm with you i loved I just loved seeing because I, I don't believe that Triple G gamed him. So to me, it felt like he adjusted on the fly, mm-hmm. and and I think and, and to me that is what played out if, when I rewatched it too was because early he is backing straight up in the first few rounds, all that pressure from Canelo. He's backing straight up, and Canelo is is running the dance. He's getting the better of it. Once he starts circling a lot more, moving out on angles. Then he's firing his, he's still working that jab. The jab was ever present, but he's landing more combinations behind it, especially on the pivots. And that's where he really started to have a lot more success, especially like you pointed out, as Canelo started to slow down a little bit because, and we're going to talk about it for this fight, but like mm-hmm. the other thing when you watch that fight, it wasn't as prevalent to me in the first one. The speed difference between them is substantial. Mm-hmm. Very much. And so. I have to imagine. I think that it's only going to be worse this iteration, though I guess there's maybe an argument that Canelo 
will have a little less speed because he spent so much time moving up, putting on weight. His body will carry that a little, a little different. But Triple G's forty, and he's going to be a lot slower. And that that was also one of the big things, just the difference in in how fast I each man was punching. They were they looked like different weight classes more than just the fact that Triple G was obviously a bigger dude. Yeah, let's talk about the size difference and the disparity in the in the age and all that like yes triple g is 40 which is not a knock in his favor in this fight whatsoever <laughs> doesn't help anybody to be 40 no. in combat sports no and i think it is very bizarre where in this day and age where people want to collect belts and they want to move up and down like you see Usyk moving up you see mayweather moving up you've seen Pacquiao moving up for 16 years 15 or 16 years i can't quite remember the exact number triple g has been at 160 pounds has not budged at all. He's like, this is my weight class, and this is where I'm going to fight. Canelo hasn't fought at 160 pounds in three years. He's fought from 168, and then he just fought at 175. The dude is putting on muscle, and he's getting bigger and bigger and just more built. Now, his last fight against Bivol, I think that just finally caught up to him. You can keep moving up and wait, but eventually weight classes are there for a reason. And I've compared this for the people that are listening to this that only watch MMA. I described that fight against Bivol in the same way I described the Conor McGregor's first fight against Nate Diaz. Conor just showed oh. up. He just showed up 168 and goes, this is what I walk around at. I've been melting fools with my power and precision and everything. And th but those are people his size. Eventually, he ran into someone bigger than him and has more endurance, more strength, more stamina, everything. And Nate Diaz just, and he's just and, a damn good boxer. Like also, and he's just, just a damn good boxer. Correct. And so when Connor ran into Nate, he just ran into a bigger guy. And Connor hadn't put, he hadn't built his body to fight at 170. And that was the big story going into their rematch that, you know, he, he put this camp together to fight as a welterweight. Canelo, his ability to, the way I describe, he, he neutralizes his opponent's skills early in the fight and then takes over and then just dismantles you in the later rounds. Like, People will find success. Like Billy Joe Saunders clearly won rounds against Canelo. Bivol obviously won rounds against Canelo because he won. But Cotto has done well. Um, pretty much people that can, Lara, Kovalov, uh, Mayweather, of course, like they don't fall into the trap of Canelo neutralizing their skill set. And then they aren't overwhelmed by Canelo. Now, Canelo's ability to lose early in the rounds, but willing to give up rounds because he's go using that wicked hook to the body. And when you, you know it's coming, and his opponents block it. But when you get in surrounds seven and eight, and you've been getting punched in the arm for seven or eight rounds, eventually your arms stop working. And that's when he takes over, because he whittles your arms and body and torso down, and then he just overwhelms you. That works really well when you're fighting people that are just as strong or weaker than you. When you fight someone like Bivol, who is huge compared to Canelo, and in the ninth, tenth round, Canelo is whipping that game plan. whipping that body shot, and Bivol's still taking it. It's a bad time for Canelo. So I'm very curious if Triple G. Obviously, Triple G was there because I don't know if anyone, if you were aware of this, but Triple G was there because everyone was. This fight was was signed before yeah. the Bivol fight happened, and Triple G was there to enter the ring to face off with Canelo. So yeah. when it didn't happen, Triple G was clearly was obviously there. He's watching this. He goes, oh, if I withstand the storm, I can take over. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe not. But what do you make of this fight compared between Triple G and Canelo in 2022, no less? 
2000 that see that's the key man it is. the 2022 is so different i actually i like i said i remembered that second fight much different than it actually played yeah. out as i rewatched it because i remember thinking that fight oh canelo really just kind of took it to him at that point because like let's be honest i think triple g was losing his fastball before their first fight mm-hmm. i mean he's been fighting for ever (laughs) like he is 40 and he's been fighting his entire life since he was like 10 years old or whatever you know the the whole olympic background he just he got a lot of miles on him man and so i thought coming into that first one i i was that was why i was so upset with the draw because i i thought this is it this was his time because he's not gonna he's not gonna have this anymore to his credit he is still and some of it's been a little uglier than maybe you want it to be, but he's still out here, still getting good wins, still performing well, doing the things he needs to do. And so when I rewatched that second fight, and it's so much closer than I envisioned, because all I could remember from that one previously was just the speed difference, the fact that Canelo is ripping power shots, Triple G's just... In my memory, it was Triple G trying to jab off a, like a thunderstorm and that mm-hmm. not working. Not how it played out. So to one extent, I am honestly a little, I feel a little better about that, a a little better about the fact that he didn't really get overwhelmed. I still, because if if the reason he lost the second one is he just got overwhelmed by the younger dude, it really doesn't speak well (laughs) to a third fight when he's four years older. I'm really interested in how he approaches this fight, though, I guess, is because those are still real things. He is still Mm -hmm. much, much older. Uh, he is not wearing it as well as he once once nope. did. And I'm really curious what Canelo is going to look like fighting back at, at middleweight now. Like uh, he, He's been away from this weight so long. Does he still carry... When he comes back down, is the speed still there? Or is he a little slower because he's been bulking up? Because honestly, I think if he's a little slower, that probably does play in, into Triple G's hands a little bit. Like, it helps him a lot. Because that jab is still going to work. Canelo still doesn't have a great answer to the jab. He can jab back, and he did mm-hmm. so effectively in the second one, but his jab is not Triple G's jab. Triple G has one of the thuddingest, which I don't think is a word, but I'm going to make it one, one <laughs> of the thuddingest jabs in the sport, man. And so, I don't know. I'm I'm obviously still going to, I believe in general, that youth will carry the day. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions, too, because... You talked about uh, Canelo's body work, legendary. Obviously, it's a core principle to what he does. Triple G barely threw any shots to the body in, in that rematch. And he eats a lot of body shots from and his opponents. Take, and he, he takes, takes a, lot. a ton of them. And that is that's a huge weakness here, especially if he's still going to eat those and Canelo has bulked up, added more power. That's a problem. And like... But call me crazy. I just love rib roasters, baby. Like, I just think the best way to box people is to punch them in the gut because their heads heads are difficult to hit, and Canelo rolls pretty well. He slips very well. A jab is obviously going to find the mark. Harder to land power punches. But you rip him to the gut, and youth will, youth will fade if it gets punched in the stomach a bunch. You know, we sure. can even that playing field out, so... I know it's not a thing Triple G does a ton, but I would love to see him do more of it here. I like I I have more questions than I did after rewatching it because I thought this was going to be clearly one way traffic, and maybe that's still the case. 
I think there's a world where Triple G can win this, though. Beloved brands know customer relationships are everything. That's why over 130,000 trust Clavio to power smarter digital relationships across their websites, emails, SMS, and reviews. And now, there's Clavio AI, your guide to smarter insights, decisions, work, and results. Brands like Everyman Jack trust Clavio AI to personalize product recommendations that keep customers coming back. Discover Clavio AI at clavio.com slash box. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com backslash box. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. Like, let's, it's, it's, he is 40. And I don't remember, I'm not, I'm going to butcher his last name. Sergey Devinchenko, I think was his, I, is how you pronounce his last name. That was not an easy fight for Triple G. That was a, like, he got, he was wobbled many a time in that fight. And he still pulled it off. So no knock on that him. He still the- got, that was Still the fight I thought we were done. That yes. was, that was the fight where I was like, "Oh, we've we've ended the Triple G fun time. Now it's going to be sad." And now look at, but then if you look at Canelo's, I'm going to describe Bivol right now. This is this is how I would describe Bivol: quick footwork, high fight IQ, fast combos, dynamic striker. Erase Bivol. You can write Triple G right in there. Same style mm-hmm. of fighter, Canelo. This is going to sound weird, but Canelo find, has the Canelo's weaknesses shine when he fights a guy who can outbox can box. him. <laughs> yes, who can <laughs> box? Like he overwhelms yeah. his opponents. Like, like I said, he, like he 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 retired Billy Joe Saunders. Like Billy Joe Saunders is like two hundred pounds right now, and he's never fighting again. Like he he essentially retired Miguel Cotto. Um, and then obviously he just dismantled Kovalov, but they were winning rounds against Canelo before Canelo just overwhelmed him at the end. Triple G, I think I'm in the I'm in the class that when you're 40, you should just cut less weight than you were in your younger days. So I'm in the c- category where these those few pounds that Triple G doesn't have to cut is probably going to be a ben- beneficial to him. How it will affect him against Canelo, I'm not sure. But then if you look at Canelo's, like like we were talking about body shots, like if you watch that Billy Joe Saunders fight, it was body shot, body shot, body shot. And then when he went for the uppercut to the body and Billy Joe Saunders went to cover up and he, and then instead of going to the body, he just looped around and broke his Takes orbital bone. Just take just just basically like like my pay, I think, just took his eye away from him. Kill Bill style. So, yeah. It's a tough fight for Triple G. It's a tough fight for Triple G. But like my my colleague back home in Rhode Island said, I've never seen Triple G lose to Canelo Alvarez before. And I was like, hmm, that is a fair I mean, that's assessment. A, that's, that's a fun way to couch this fight. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, hmm. So I, I think you struck on something that I do want to talk about. I am not, like, I'm not the deepest boxing guy. I watch sure. all the big fights. I'll watch, you know, if there's nothing else going on. I will watch whatever's on ESPN on Friday nights or whatever. Like I, I love boxing, I'm, but I'm not. I already am too deep into stupid MMA to also <laughs> get deep into another combat sport. Which, by the way, if you are listening to this and you're not a boxing guy, let me just say, one, congratulations, you've stuck with us for 20 minutes for something you don't care about. I love you for it. Thank you. 
become more of a boxing fan. Yes. Because when you rewatch, if you just go rewatch the first, the, the second Triple G Canelo fight, is one of the things that struck me. I even took a note down to make sure I mentioned it. Is high level boxing oh. is so much better than oh. than honestly any other sport. And it's really weird to say that and to say that MMA is my primary passion, etc. But actively, a championship-level boxing match is so much more fun to watch than the most elite-level MMA fight because you get you actually get tactical things happening. Yes. Like We see that once, once in a generation there's a fighter who makes adjustments. That is why, like legitimately, is why people are so stoked on Volkanovski Holloway. Yes. It's just... Oh, look, these are two dudes who are actually making adjustments both between fights and between rounds, and they never see that in MMA because it's, at best, like, champion-level fighters make one adjustment a fight. They don't adjust and then counter, and it moves and counter moves. You get nothing but that in high-level boxing. Every round is very different. The stories are shifting and moving. It's awesome. I say all that to say this. For as lauded and good as Canelo is, I'm not sure he's good at boxing. And I know that that's a hot take. He's obviously great at boxing. But, like, I think some of it is just he is an unbelievable athlete. And to your point, because when the reason he loses rounds to people is they just outbox him. And it's tough sure. to outbox him for 12 rounds because at some point— the disparity in his physicality takes place and his game is built very well around those physical advantages. But like, if you can neutralize that difference, like, like Bivol did just by being large, basically. Right. Then he doesn't, it's a real struggle for him to overcome that. Gennady can't neutralize the athleticism difference for this trilogy. Like there's too big a gap, especially at the age, I think, but I do think he is a better fundamental boxer and so we will win rounds. And it is a question to me, really, for this third fight of can he win enough rounds and can he survive the inevitable canelloing of this fight in the middle? I don't I honestly don't know if he can actually win on the judges' cards just based on how this fight will look. The optics of it are not gonna favor him. But whether he will win in the hearts and minds of like me and the people watching. I don't know. I think he could, and now I'm I'm I have a lot more hope that this will be way cooler than I thought it was going to be. I guess. Yeah, and can Triple G one? Yes, I think he clearly won one, if not two. Um, the way you describe Canelo, you could just say the same thing about Anthony Joshua. Like just physically oh, yeah. bigger same than fight. Him. Same, same fight, same fight, same guy. Like just in an incredible boxer. But then when you stick him in there with someone like Alexander Usyk, who is one of the three best boxers, like boxers on planet earth he gets just outworked and then at the end anthony joshua himself says he goes strength doesn't matter it's all about the technique i'm like well you're not wrong now i'm in the actually i'm gonna i'm in the opposite of you i think if triple g is going to win it has to be on the judges scorecards i don't think triple g can stop canelo and I, can he win on the scorecards i do uh because canelo doesn't it's Canelo starts. I agree. I really, don't think Triple G, just so we're clear, I don't think Triple G can stop Canelo either. Because I don't think anyone no one this, can stop that dude. I don't think anyone in this weight class can stop Canelo. Now Triple dude, I'm G I'm not sure like Anthony Joshua could stop Canelo, man. I mean when maybe. <laughs> I mean I he think, might be able to because he has a cannon for a hand, but like is, yeah, you're not wrong. I Triple G starts very slow at times. Canelo always starts hot. 
Now, if the other one, if 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 they just withstand each other and then meet at the end, maybe something different happens at the end. But I think Triple G is going to have to outbox Canelo like Usyk outboxed Joshua. I think that's how it's going to have to be done. My official pick is not going to be that, but I do think Triple G can do it and will, but I don't think he will. So before I give my take and before we wrap this up, Jed, what is your official prediction for Triple G Canelo 3? Or Canelo Triple G 3 champion does get the the, the top billing. Yeah, uh, my official prediction is going to be Canelo by decision. I'll go 8-4 for, I mean, the, let's be, the judges' scorecards are going to be all over the place because they never agree on rounds. I'll say eight to four uh, is probably what I'll score. I think, like I said, I think Gennady uh, can can have success. I think the optics are going to be bad for him. I think most of this fight is going to look like Canelo is in charge, even if maybe that's not true all the time. And so he'll Canelo will get more rounds. Yeah, I think Canelo has never been more motivated to dispatch an opponent. That's pretty true. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of facts of plans. A, he wants to erase the image of him losing to Bivol. B, he genuinely hates Triple G. Like he hates this man. He, I think he's going to want to hurt him. Uh, I think he want, he's going to want to put get past this so then people can stop asking about Triple G. Triple G is forty. Start slow. I think the damage will catch up to him. I think Triple. I think Canelo is fighting in his optimal weight in a weight class that Triple G has never fought at. I think Canelo stops him in rounds 10 or 11. I think he's going and, and like we like we both said, Triple G's biggest weakness is attacks to the body. Canelo's biggest strength is attacks to the body and his power. I love Triple G. I love Canelo. I'm a huge I'm a, I've said this many times on many a show. I'm one of the biggest Canelo marks you'll meet. I can admit when he loses, I think he lost the first one. I think the second fight was a draw. I think he finishes trip. I think he finishes forty-year-old Triple G in rounds ten or eleven. That's my official pick. Wouldn't it all surprise me? Let me not play devil's advocate, but as we'll wrap up here, <laughs> let's let's play this out both ends of it. Right? What happens if the worst happens for for Canelo and he loses this fight? Like, yeah, because he shouldn't. But he's coming in as a big favorite. He's obviously coming off the loss to Bivol. The Bivol fight, questions about whether that fight should have happened, play Deddy Hearn, etc. He's still the biggest star in boxing. That doesn't change. But what happens with a loss to Triple G? Like that's that feels bad for him, right? It's like, it's like it's really very bad. It's the big difference between Canelo and Anthony Joshua. When Anthony Joshua lost two to Usyk, he still had Tyson Fury that wanted to fight. He still had Deontay Wilder. He still has a third fight against Andrew Ruiz. Like those are viable options that people will want to buy. Canelo's biggest problem is his best dance partner that will draw the most attention is he's fighting this weekend. And if he loses, who's the next big one that he could fight? There's no one on the level of, of, of infamy as triple G right now. Like Crawford Spence has to happen later this year. And we could talk about weird matchups like that down the road, but that's not going to happen either. That fight would never happen, but let no. me be clear. Crawford Canelo would can rule. Never happen. You think Crawford's going to beat Spence? I do. Hmm. I love Bud. I won't like it won't shock me if Spence wins. I love Bud. I think Bud's dope. We'll t- we'll have to do a preview show for that one when that. You know what? We're not going to talk about it because if we talk about it, it won't happen. Oh, and yeah. that's the no, rule of boxing. We can't talk about it. Gotta Just like Anthony Joshua's Tyson Fury is not going to happen ever ever in the history of boxing. But anyway, 
This has been Jose. That's been Jed. This is, I think, the first boxing preview show we've done on the podcast network, correct? I think so. It has to be. So we'll, pro- we'll try to do more ground. of this. So Je- to reiterate, Jed's official prediction, Canelo by decision. My official prediction, Canelo finishes Triple G in rounds 10 or 11. And then we move on and we move past this chapter in one of the best rivalry trilogy fights we'll get of this generation. True. Love you guys. Peace. Vox Media Podcast Network.